gum gum was once just a dream. He says he loves you. He says it with meat. He comes to buy a meat wreath, and he makes a cider out of beef. He's thinking about his meat cape. He says he's waiting for that garbage ape. The meat fairy's coming along. So Heathcliff, won't you play your meat song? Whoa. Hello, and welcome to the Meat Cast. With Nick and Kyle, I'm Nick, and showing me as always is Kyle. Kyle, how's it going? It's going good, Nick. How are you? Did you enjoy? Okay, we had a your your hiatus. Yeah, I was gonna say we had. A, uh, usually, we have a one week break between every episode. This week, we had a two week. Well, this two weeks we had a two week break. Yeah, do you call it a one week break? I mean, we're just we're a weekly show. I don't know that I think of it as a break, like that I that I'm supposed to be doing the show constantly. <laughs> and then we just, we, every week we go, Ooh, I'm taking a break. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But then what would you consider what we just had? Was that a two week break or was that a one week break? That was a break. We had a two week break because, okay, but it's normally a one week break. <laughs> I see like, what you're saying. I see your off. point. So that, the one week passes and you're like, that's the normal week. So that's not a break. But then the next, yeah, it's a, it's a really good point. It's really hard to argue, (laughs) but I don't know. I think, uh, I think I'm going to stick with my conception of time (laughs) works for me personally. Hey, let us know how you feel, uh, at Heathcliff recap on Twitter or excuse me, X. Oh yeah. The everything. Wow. I I don't I don't see a lot of Twitter. How is the how is Heathcliff Twitter taking the switch over to X? You know, do people I, care? I think people um, uh, don't really um, care. <laughs> I mean, I think, and also the website is as bad as it has always been. Um, I mean, it is it is it is getting worse uh, just because it's like in the way that. Like um, a store that's going out of business just has really like a Halloween spirit, a sp- like a spirit Halloween after Halloween is what it feels like right now. Yeah. You know, it does kind of have that. Uh, what are you on Blue Sky, Kyle, or, or are you on Mastodon? Are you on these other things? I uh, recently acquired uh, a, a Blue Sky invite. Um, I, I am on the website, blue sky. You can find me. I'm not even really sure what my thing is there. Kyle, just my name, Kyle Romero dot B sky dot social. If anyone wants to hit me up there, uh, should we get, should we get a, a, uh, an account for the podcast on like blue sky and, uh, threads and Macedon? There are a few Heathcliff, uh, pals, uh, over there on, uh, on Blue Sky, uh, friend of the show Connor Clang uh, is responsible for me being on the website. He gave me that invite, so appreciate that. Oh wow, Connor! But um, yeah, actual Heathcliff Comics is there. Uh, Connor's there. I'm just kind of scrolling through Heathcliff plus helmets, Hopcliff. All the all the fellas are all there. So you yeah, know, there's a little burgeoning I mean, Heathcliff community. We're, we're rebuilding. Like it's not like I have anything to say on Twitter anyway, though, or or Blue Sky or whatever. But we should get there, I guess, promote the show. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. It's and all about hitting the streets, <laughs> passing out the little flyers. You know, I was thinking about that. Should we have? Should we put flyers up around Austin with like a QR code? Honestly, that's not the. That's such a stupid <laughs> idea. I love it. Oh, yeah, what if we did uh well, this is this is so hack what i'm about to pitch but what if we do the shepherd fairy like andre the uh, giant has a, has a posse yeah but jimmy yeah. let's do it for jimmy oh yeah jimmy has a posse jimmy wow. has a posse like we're the underground jimmy fans yeah you know and a qr code on there somewhere the little, Q, little the qr code that points them to the pcast Jimmy has a posse. Has that? Has anyone done that yet? I don't think so. It, we should. We should get bring in our guest. He's a. He's a comedian from. Uh, well, he. I guess he's he's not based in Austin anymore. I forget. Is it Houston? 
JP? His name is JP Brimmer. JP, thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, fellas. I am literally buzzing with excitement. Um, <laughs> you could say Texas based. I float around. I float in between cities, uh, city to city. I'm kind of a a rambler and a, a drifter mm-hmm. uh, in a way. So yeah. Oh, you, I want to pitch. I just want to pitch really quick uh, the Obama <laughs> Hope uh, poster. But with Heathcliff, it says meat on that's, the bottom. That's pretty good. Oh, that's good. Let's do all the Shepherd okay. Fairy hits. Uh, I yeah. think it was just those two, actually. But. I think, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> Nailed it. He's been, yeah, he's been living off of those two things for quite a while. <laughs> Yo, what's that guy up to? It's kind of shocking that he had such a second hit as big as Andre Giant has a posse. Maybe bigger. Since it was, <laughs> some, uh, some, I would say bigger. Some might I would argue say it's bigger. <laughs> possibly more iconic. Uh, well, for me, at least. I don't know what your politics was, are. He was 7 foot 4, 520 pounds, though. That's pretty big. <laughs> the man? I mean, I guess you could argue the man. Shepard Fairy was? Is more iconic. <laughs> no, Andre the Giant was 7 foot 4, 520 pounds. You know who you ought to get to do some show art for us is Mr. Brainwash. Shepard Fairy. Oh. <laughs> Well, he was he a real man? I I felt that the answer to the gift shop documentary was a bit uh, vague at the end. I, I I wasn't sure. I think he's too silly to not be a real man. I think okay. he I think he's definitely a real man. Was he really affiliated with Banksy in some way? Well, I mean, Banksy. I guess Banksy directed the movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think there's an argument that he is. Banksy's ultimate Banksy. I think that's what some people were saying. Is yeah, that- I mean the theory that is that you know he's he's like a prank. He's like a a prank that Banksy and he cooked up together. Was the was the movie? I mean, was was his art bad? I don't remember. Yes, it's quite bad. Okay. But but in <laughs> o- like only in so much as it's derivative, like. Banksy's art is also not very good, you know, oh, for the most right. part. I forgot. So I feel like, you know, yes, Mr. Brainwash is bad. He also just has the funniest possible name that that guy could have. <laughs> Mr. Brainwash is so funny. It's such a stupid it's, name. It's a perfect name. I mean, I can't think of a better name <laughs> than Mr. Brainwash. Um, well... We, we we got we got some some stuff to do. We got to make up some posters, and we got to make two designs. And I don't know if that's ever going to happen. But we got Jimmy has <laughs> got a posse, a and we got list. Heathcliff but me. Okay. If somebody oh, out like there this. wants to make these so that we can print them and put them up all over Austin, Texas, uh, please feel free. Wait. So he also had to obey, or was that the same thing? Uh, I think that hope. was. Well, actually, I don't know. I believe like, the eyes in that are Andre the Giant's eyes. That is Andre. Yes, uh, that's yeah. right. So maybe we're conflating it to you, but Banksy, okay. if you're out there, put these, get these posters up. Or Mr. Brainwash. We'll take Mr. Brainwash. We'll, we'll take Mr. Brainwash. Mr. Brainwash. Definitely we'll take Mr. Brainwash. All right, let's move on to this weekend, Heathcliff. This week on Heathcliff. So we took a, well, some say a one-week break, some say a two-week break. <laughs> we took a break. I guess, Kyle, you would say we just took a, a one-show break. So our break was only like an hour long. <laughs> I would call We're it. Gone two, for two I would weeks, call it a two-week hiatus, but you know, okay, two weeks. I know that doesn't logically track with my other feelings on the subject. But uh, what can I say? I'm a human. I'm complicated. I contain multitudes. <laughs> okay, we, we took an, an hour-long break, and we're back. But that means we have two weeks of Heathcliff comic strips to catch up on. Yes. So, should we just look at them all, or? I maybe I should have done some prep work and figured out which ones like it's two big weeks too. We had a helmet week and we had a gym we have a Jimmy week that we're going through right now. 
It is two big but, weeks. I think. I think. Let's. I think. Let's do it. Let's just. Let's just power through. Yeah, what I think you you're think? you're letting down the meaties if you don't cover every <laughs> comic that came out in your absence. I feel like um, that is there's true. an there, expectation for you guys. There, now. There's a promise in the premise of this show, and we need to we need to follow through on that. Okay. Well, we have July fourteenth, twenty twenty three. Here we have Heathcliff and Sonia walking away from. Uh, I think from Sonia's house and uh, Sonia's got a big smile on her face. Heathcliff's got a wow helmet. And uh, one of Sonia's owners is saying, you never wear helmets anymore to her husband. That's great. I, husband. I love this one. I really love this one. I love the idea that the helmet is a romantic gesture. Mm-hmm. You know? it, it's the wow. I'm assuming is referring to wow. Look at my her body. Yeah. Cat girlfriend. Yes. Look at this total. <laughs> yeah, he's objectifying show. her body. <laughs> Well, I go I go there as well because uh, wow is the single word no punctuation response I send when I receive a nude. I just send back the word wow, and uh, people love it. I and that could be interpreted in a lot of ways, Kyle. I think you need to tack an emoji on just to make no, sure. I think it's clear okay. how I feel. Because then I also take wow. a, a selfie with the front facing camera with my mouth open going <laughs> like i'm doing the youtube reactor thumbnail with my hands on my head going mm. you wow. can't see it but you can visualize it listener whoa do you think joey lawrence has a whoa helmet whoa, whoa. Uh, enough of that <laughs> uh, i've never say, seen like- someone pull the ripcord on their own bits so quickly um this is kind of a Doughboys Heathcliff crossover because uh, the Doughboys famously say "Wow!" They have "Wow" T-shirts. Oh, you know? sure. Wow. Yeah. yeah, you're right. That's true. I hadn't even considered that. Do you think Peter Gallagher is aware of the heat he's getting from from Doughboys? Like, do you think he knows that that they're fans and they that that Nick Weiger in particular has brought Heathcliff into the consciousness? I think they did. Like, did they once do like a whole episode about Heathcliff? I don't know if on they've their, done an episode. Patreon I feed? just know that there's like if they did, it was it was behind the Patreon, so that's you know doesn't really count. Non canon. No, I I, I, I imagine he was tagged at some point. I, I'm sure he knows, but maybe I don't know. Maybe, have you guys have you ever thought of doing a Patreon for the show where you guys review fast food restaurants? That could be a case. <laughs> that's not we, the worst idea I've ever heard. That's <laughs> that's pretty good. We did, of course, famously try to review fish sandwiches for a few weeks <laughs> for two for two episodes. If we hadn't had Peter on in the midst of that, we would have done it for the full month. I feel, but my I feel like it, and, it, and it was my insistence that we not subject uh, Peter to eating a fast food <laughs> sandwich, fast food fish sandwich. All right, well, let's move on to July fifteenth, twenty twenty three. And okay, so <laughs> so I, th- I think some people were confused about this one. So, Grandpa Nutmeg is walking. Grandpa Nutmeg and Heathcliff are walking away from the house. Gra- Grandpa's kind of got a uh, he, he's got a an up sort of an upset expression on his face. He's wearing a helmet. This is cat. Heathcliff's got a big grin on his face. And in the window, Grandma Nutmeg is talking to her friend, and saying, "I don't allow them to bet for money." So, JP, let's start. With JP, do you know? Do you get this one? No, I love this because I think this is where Heathcliff's great is when it challenges its audience and it isn't a simple one-to-one uh, read. And I do, I think I do get this. What I'm seeing is Heathcliff and, and I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with all the names. This is Grandpa Nutmeg? Grandpa yeah, Nutmeg, Grandpa yes. Okay. Heathcliff and Grandpa Nutmeg, they, they've obviously just played a game of cards. Could be poker. Could be um, blackjack. Could be anything, and and the bet instead of money, they're not allowed to, uh, as Grandma Nutmeg says, is to uh, wear a helmet that says "cat" on it instead. And it looks like Grandpa Nutmeg uh, lost the game and has to walk around with the cat. And Heathcliff's just—he's so excited about it. Yeah, I mean, That's maybe I I'm too. maybe I maybe I'm just—I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm operating on a different level than most people. But yeah, I mean, it seems pretty clear to me that that's what's going on. You know. What I, I want to I mean, know is, I got it right away. 
Do you think that if Heathcliff lost, he would be wearing a helmet that says old fuck? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I, do, I also do think that. Uh, okay. I want the I old love fuck cut. Heathcliff's huge chiclet teeth. Um, yeah. The definition of a shit eating grin. You can yes. tell that's the face of a man that won a bet. Absolutely. I mean, we all know. And and you're you're you know you're making an assumption that it's cards. It could be any number of things, you know. That's true. That's yeah. just where my Heathcliff, mind went. Heathcliff strikes me as a real you know uh, Howie from Uncut Gems. Like he'll just bet on anything, you know. <laughs> he's, he's. What was like, the last time you guys? Down. Let me double. The last bet you guys won or lost is there? Do you remember? It's a great question. I um, do, I do not make a habit of of gambling. Sir, I don't either, and it's because I've I've only gambled a few times in my life. I went to a casino once, and I played poker at a friend's house once, and both times I lost all my money and was trying to. Uh, in the case of playing a, a poker at my friend's house, I was trying to steal chips. <laughs> um, so I learned that. Oh, jeez! I should not gamble. That's a real. I was I was putting move. it I was I was uh, putting it off as a bit. I was like, oh come on, it's a bit. <laughs> you think I would really? I would steal chips for a friend's game. That's hilarious. You 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 almost ended it. up like Robert Patrick's character from The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm not a big. I'm not a big gambler. I maybe I've talked about my time in Vegas. I feel like I've talked about it on the show. I've been to Vegas a few times. Pretty much only play the slot machines. It's never satisfying. It never feels good. I played craps one time and lost a hundred dollars in like five minutes. And was very dissatisfied. And then everybody was like, didn't you have, wasn't that, but yeah, but think about it like you paid $100 to play a game. It's like, no, I don't want to think about it that way. That's also bad. (laughs) Now, five minutes, yeah. I will say, stretch it out. When sports betting inevitably becomes fully legal in this country, when I can do it in Texas, Mm -hmm. that's going to be an issue. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's going to be something I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to grapple with, I think. From what I've seen on Twitter, you can make a lot of money doing that. <laughs> you can make a lot of money doing it. <laughs> it so I it think does it's a good make, idea. It does make um, every sport more interesting. Like It makes yes. sports that I don't care for all of a sudden very exciting for mm-hmm. some reason. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden I want to watch... Uh, hmm, what's the least exciting sport? Is it baseball? <laughs> Uh, I happen to like baseball, but I, I like rooting. I, I love rooting for the underdog, no matter the circumstances. So it's a perfect Mm. combo where like the underdog is going to have the best odds. And so if I'm already rooting for them because they're the underdog and I can now put money on that, it's not good. It's not going to, not going to go well in the long run for you, boy. Um, of course, I always root for the home team when I'm at a baseball game. <laughs> well, okay, so the song, yes, the song is telling you what to do, and you honor that. Oh yes, I do anything a song tells me to do. You've um, spent a lot of money on peanuts and cracker jacks. <laughs> That's right. So we here we have a uh, July seventeenth, twenty twenty three. We have two. <laughs> this one, I love this one. Yeah, I think this is one you... Did you text this to me? I think I showed it to you. We were at a show. Yeah, at some... Right oh, that's right. Show. That's right. Yes. I remember someone showing... Someone excitedly <laughs> showing it to me. <laughs> so we have... I might have shown this one to you too, JP. So we have we have two old men sitting at benches. <laughs> one of the old men sitting at the benches talking to an old lady. Both of the men are shirtless, wearing black shorts... And they have the word meat printed on their chest. <laughs> Perhaps tattooed. We don't know, really. It could be tattooed, yeah. Heathcliff is pouncing on one of the men. <laughs> and the other man, uh, the, he's telling the woman he's with, I tried to warn him. <laughs> now, I'm taking this as he warned him. See, but it see this doesn't really track because I'm I'm thinking of it as I warned him I warned him not to write meat on his chest, 
But yeah. he also has meat on his chest. He still has meat on it. Because he used... Because I showed you the original comic, right? Yes. Which, uh, this was from, uh, let's see, what's the date here? July 5th of, I think, 2021? Let me see, do I have that right? I don't know. I think that's right. Yeah, July 5th, 2021. Let's see if I can copy and paste it here. I'm not sure if I can. Yes. So, yeah, July 5th, 2021. <laughs> This is just one man mm. on a meat bench, and Heathcliff is pouncing on him, and his, his whoever he's with is saying, I told you that tattoo was a mis- mistake. So it is a tattoo, I guess. Yeah, it is a tattoo, and this guy in the first comic has glasses, and the guy talking in the second one also has glasses. So I'm so assuming learned- this is a direct sequel, that he yeah. he's saying, I got this tattoo that has meat on it, I got attacked by Heathcliff, my friend here wanted to get a meat tattoo on his chest like mine and i said uh-huh. man don't do it Heathcliff's gonna attack you i tried to warn him i said don't bother um and it, but i love that he's still he has not covered up he's still gonna sit on a bench yeah. in the park <laughs> yeah he's still doing with it. no shirt on he's still yeah. doing it <laughs> do you he's think also these changed are the- his personal style a little bit because he's now bald and has a goatee uh, in the first one, he just has, he's got hair and he has, oh, a yeah, he has a little bit of hair. Mm-hmm. So he's, tra- he's playing that. with his look a little bit here, except he's also, for the shorts he, and the tattoo. He might've gotten a new girlfriend that time. Uh, yeah, I think he has a similar type, but this one's bespectacled. Oh yeah. The other one's not. Well, maybe she aged, maybe, maybe that's just age. I mean, it was a year it's later. Two years. Yeah, I, sure. Oh, two years. When yeah. I saw these two, I thought they were. The the Ken Bone twins. I thought that too, but they're they're but not. I'm not right? sure. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Very curious. Very interesting. Indeed. Well, let's move on to the next from July 18th. So this is. <laughs> wait, is this right? July 18th. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. July 18th, 2023. It's uh, the Amazing Randy, but this time it's the Amazing Randy and Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy's being Jimmy is kind of uh, poking his little head out of Randy's hat, and uh, Iggy is talking to the bunny backstage, and he's telling the bunny, "Your job's in no danger." I should say the crowd is almost empty except for one uh, <laughs> little girl clapping very loud, and, and we know and it's a little girl because the bow in her head, uh, bow yes. on her head, uh, implies that. And Heathcliff is in the front and row, our guy. front and center, yep. there to support his boy Jimmy. So again, um, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, people don't, people aren't feeling Jimmy. People still people. are not feeling Jimmy. I do like that Peter has stuck to the bit of people not feeling Jimmy, despite Jimmy's runaway success, extant to I, the world of the comic. Have you guys uh, seen all these drawings that of uh, Jimmy that Peter Gallagher is selling on is selling I, these days? I no. did. I Peter, if you're listening. Please, I want the Dancing Jimmy print. P- please, please, buddy. I want it so bad. My birthday's coming up in a, in next week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think in the world of the comic, Jimmy, he's he's underappreciated, but the people who are actually there and showing up are clearly loving Jimmy. The magician has a big smile on his face. That's true. It Normally it is, I th- up to this point maybe, it is just Heathcliff. But Randy does seem pretty pleased with Jimmy's performance. Mm-hmm. And the little girl is clapping so hard there's two puffs of smoke coming out. It's <laughs> true. She is generating a lot of force there. <laughs> and the, <laughs> the little girl um, has, has, has been a fan of Jimmy's in the past as well. Oh, is that true? I, I, I didn't recall. Nick, when you were able to call back the exact date of that last comic with the man with the tattoo, I love that you're like Rain Man for Heathcliff. It's really been incredible. <laughs> I wish I could take credit for that. that. I was about to say that I, I, got, I found these from uh, the Heathcliff Discord. Uh, thank you to Force Lastman and oh, Vino okay. uh, for, uh, for 
for pointing these out on the Heathcliff Discord. Well, I'm glad there's a hive mind that's sussing out every possible meaning contained yeah. within a Heathcliff comic. Absolutely. And yeah, you're look you're right. We're looking right at it. It is from when Jimmy w- took mm. over the Sunday comic. The little girl holding the Jimmy balloon, the bird saying he's got one fan. Wow. True to, f- true to form. She's right there. Man, Peter really is keeping this continuity. It does he have a, a think like you think like the equivalent of like a show bible for all, yes. the, all of this? He he must have a giant uh, cork board with you don't just think this like is red just string like in his head, you know. No, I think you have to keep track of this. I think it's, he's got to have either way, really impressive. A lore master, perhaps, like they have for like <laughs> Star Wars or something. There's probably a Jimmy lore master on staff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if the Discord can do it, but Peter's one man, presumably, you know, he doesn't have the hive mind, um, or, unless he's lurking. JP, are you a magic guy? Do you like magic? Uh, I love magic. I need to see more of it. I need to go to Magic Mansion. Is that the the one in California? That's like a dream of the mine. Magic Castle. Oh, the Magic the Magic Castle. Yeah, the Magic Castle. Yeah, yeah I've been there. It's, it's great. It's great. I loved it. Yeah, great experience. Love TikTok magicians. You love TikTok magicians? Yeah, if I see a magician on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, what do they do? Can't they just magic on like on screens never really appealed to no people. it does not hit the same but you just don't really get an opportunity you know it's like it's like how seeing a play live of course is going to be better yeah. than seeing it recorded but still you like might as well just you can appreciate them and, the slide of out. hand you know mm-hmm. you, can, you can appreciate some stuff going on a nice card trick usually plays pretty well on video uh did you guys right. see the new mission impossible Oh yeah, no, not yet. Bruce learned a little bit of sleight of hand uh, for a bit in the movie, and it's very funny when it's happening in the movie. Oh, I would, I would love if that became his new thing, where he was just working little shitty magic tricks in all of his movies now. <laughs> oh, uh, he would be a great stunts. magician. He I would, would love to go magician. see Tom Cruise do a, ma- a magic show. Has he not played a magician in the movie yet? I feel like that's just like a dynamite role for him. I don't think so. I don't think he's ever played a magician. Oh man, we gotta write that. We gotta the write Magnolia that movie. character was like almost um, like he had the yeah. stage presence of magician. Mm. But uh, I don't think I don't think he did any magic. Mm-mm. The only okay. magic was his performance <laughs> in the film. Oh, that's, Mo- the that's movie true. magic. If we count the movie movie magic, then he's been. Uh, he's been uh, pulling off tricks since 1980s. <laughs> it's been America. If we're counting movie magic, he's been America's, America's favorite number magician. One magician, yes. <laughs> uh, well, as long as I can remember, just about. All right. Okay. And then this is another one we had. I yeah. keep hoping now. Hold on. That we, that we can skip a little bit, but okay. JP, I'm holding on. <laughs> I thought your guys' fans recall the meaties. Is that is this Peter Gallagher cribbing off of something that's well, happened on the podcast? No, so we so I saw this and I lit up because I thought it could be. I thought it it might be a little bit of a nod. But then Nick reminded me that we did take the name Meaties from another Heathcliff <laughs> comic. <laughs> oh God, that's right. it's a, the Ouroboros, the snake that eats yeah, itself. It's, it is really uh yeah we took it from a similar comic strip where uh well i should say what this one is july 19th Mm. we're outside the meat store the meat store proprietor is talking to a woman he says our fans are called meaties and walking down the street are heathcliff and three other cats wearing shirts uh each has one letter on that spells out meat m-e-a-t and i really love that heathcliff is shorter than all the other cats so that he's Mm. his, his m is lower it's a very funny visual here Kyle, you're a bit of a sport nut. You ever go to a, a sporting event and you you painted your chest, or you're wearing, you're all you're in a group, you're all wearing t-shirts to spell out something? No, I have not. I have not done that one yet. Uh, that could be fun. That could be fun. Um, you ever but, paint but your face? Something like that? Never painted my face. 
Uh, I generally just uh, wear, you know, wear the team colors. I did a couple years ago when Austin FC beat LAFC like 4-0 in Austin. Uh, on like the third or fourth goal by Sebastian Driussi, the true reigning MVP, uh, I did take my shirt off and whip it around my head, um, wow. which was a, a rare for me. Um, and then immediately was like, oh, no, I should have done that, and then put my shirt back on. <laughs> um, it was mostly because I had made a joke to my dad, because the TV was on ESPN, the show, or the game was on ESPN, and I was like, watch the game tonight, you'll see me in the sands with my shirt off, whipping around my head, like, jokingly, like, that's, I wouldn't do that. And then that happened, and I was so overcome with emotion that I thought, oh, I'm actually going to do it. Uh, do you, do you know then, if you yeah, showed up on the broadcast feed? I did I did not. To my knowledge, I did not. But it is a Major League Soccer game, so it's not like a lot of people I know would have seen it and identified me, you know? Mm-hmm. So maybe. Maybe I'll find some archival footage of that game, and maybe, I'll, maybe I'm <laughs> in there. I don't know. JP, are you a sport head? Do you like, do you watch the, do you like to follow the bouncing balls, as they say? I, I, within the last year, I got into the NBA. So I'm a freshly new uh, sports guy. Uh, I watched the finals. Um, you know, I was really excited for the Miami Heat, being a, a Florida man myself. Mm, sure. Heat similar oh, yeah. to meat. I mean, I could have seen you, know, you, you that M could have very easily been an, been an H in that uh, comic, just shifting it around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just turn it sideways almost. Now, you're in Orlando, man, though, if I'm not mistaken. I yeah. Well, I just got it within them. You know, got into it within the last year, or so I didn't. I didn't want to immediately. Mm. I wanted to get excited about it, so I chose sure. the winning Florida team, which yeah. I know some people might say I'm a fair weather fan. Uh, no, that, I, I think that you didn't grow up a Magic fan, though, right? So, no, I mean, uh, you know, if we went to games, that's where you went. I mean, I grew up during the Dwight Howard uh, uh, era, so wow, that's a you're so young. That was an exciting time. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, wait, Jimmy Butler? Huh? What a cool guy! <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably the Jimmy coolest Butler's... guy in the NBA. Yeah, probably. I yeah, him. I mean, he's dating Shakira. That's pretty cool. Is that true? Uh, they were spotted. I don't know if they were spotted canoodling. <laughs> Is this a new segment of the podcast? Uh... Blind items? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even. It's not even blind. It's, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, sighted so. items. <laughs> Seen items. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think they went, they, they've at least been spotted together at, at this point. No, for them. no NBA couple will ever, ever top Baron Davis and Laura Dern. What? Wow. Uh, I don't remember that. Wow. Yes. I mean, it's it, it was an unbelievable... It was like God himself mandated it to, to, to get me so excited about uh, celebrity gossip. You could not pick two more perfect pairings. I mean, it, Laura Dern and any other basketball player. I'm not like a huge Baron Davis fan or anything, mm-hmm. but yeah, Laura Dern and Bar- Baron Davis uh, had what uh, I'm seeing from this Google here is being described a brief but fiery relationship. <laughs> fiery? Wow, they knew they know it's fiery. I fiery. Mean, they had cameras in the bedroom. Certainly feels like uh, editorializing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh yes it is it has been described as fiery i feel like i just saw baron davis somewhere oh that's right he was in a big hit movie i don't know if it's a hit what was he, he was in? in joyride oh oh that's funny what's he doing yeah, he in joyride like a, he he plays uh uh a romantic interest of one of the women Enjoy, right? As himself, play, as ladies himself, yeah. love Baron Davis. <laughs> I mean, the uh, some NBA players make great uh, Kevin Garnett in Uncut Gems. Oh yeah, he was he is unbelievable, insane in that role. All right, 
Okay, we should be, move on to July 20th. Heathcliff is... Th- so, is this how whales sleep? We have like four <laughs> whales <laughs> I'm so glad you asked that. I had the same question. <laughs> uh, with like kind of facing upward, upward to the top, to the to the surface of the ocean. But they're still probably, what, 20 feet underneath the ocean? And they're sleeping. Heathcliff is also... He's got a scuba gear on. He's sleeping. There's Z's. Uh, he's sleeping amongst the whales. And there's a whale watching boat. And uh, a man... What looks like a chef's hat is is poking his head over the the rail and t- talking to some other people and saying he goes he goes whale sleeping <laughs> so so this is whale watching boat and uh, the so big I question think that, that everybody has that, here is what's up with the cat <laughs> I I don't I don't know if the whales are meant to be sleeping they don't have Z's coming out of their mouths mm. they look sleepy though. I, they do. I think that's just their eyes uh, being so narrow, I, you know. But I think that's just Peter trying to draw what like a real whale eye looks like. I don't think they're meant to be sleeping, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe that. But it feels like well, why would you draw Heathcliff with a Z and not the whales? You know. Mm-hmm. Maybe the whales would be looking at him if if they weren't sleeping and he was. This whole strip has given me big Avatar 2 vibes. Do you mm. think this is Peter sort of finally making a comment yeah, on Avatar fine, 2? Finally. Uh, Tolkien, uh, mm-hmm. my favorite character from, from Avatar 2. Um, yeah, do you think Heathcliff is, uh, you know, he's got some sort of Navi-esque uh ability to commune with these uh these animals oh maybe and so some whales do apparently sleep vertically wow sperm whales yeah sperm whales seem to sleep vertically i mean not all Mm. not always but that seems to be a thing they do terrifying (laughs) i mean whales are one of the scariest things uh to me personally really yeah, I'm terrified. I'm absolutely terrified of whales. And yet, you love Tulkun. I do. I love Payakan, uh, the uh, young male exiled Tulkun mm-hmm. from uh, Avatar Two. Um, what about the whale? I, <laughs> I don't get me started on the whale. <laughs> we'll, we'll be here the rest of this podcast only talking about how much I hate the whale. <laughs> Um, no, I hate, I hate the movie, the whale. I love Pyacon. Um, he's my friend, uh, all other whale. But that being said, I, I would be scared of him if I were in the water with him and didn't know him. I would be, I would be terrified because I, I have this, it's really more like a fear of open water. I'm, I'm, you know, um, and the whale is just sort of. It's like it's something about like feeling small, you know, feeling that that small mm-hmm. and like a big open expanse of water, and there's like these massive creatures just floating around out there. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I just mean, never I, think about it. Yeah, I, I love the I love the, the ocean. The I do ocean love is so the water. Vast. Yeah, it's hard to think that way. I do love the water. I I, I love I love a swim. You know, but. Uh, God also cursed me with this uh, fear of it. So, you know, he planted these two ideas in my head so that I would just be uh, constantly experiencing the anxiety, unable to <laughs> reconcile them. <laughs> Freaking God, man. <laughs> okay, so here we have a July 21st Heathcliff's walking on the sidewalk with a bro helmet and two birds are in the trees with, uh, with helmets that say nothing on them. And one of the birds is saying, write your own helmet, son. Now, this dad is talking a lot of noise to his son for not having anything on his helmet also. Yeah, his mm-hmm. helmet is also empty. Well, maybe he's filled with regret, and he's telling him, you know, don't make the same uh, mistake I did. That's a good, that's that's a good point. It. Yeah. That's probably it. Yeah. I, I, was, I would think that the next panel would be the uh, baby bird going, I learned it from watching you, you know? <laughs> J.P. Varsity Blues, you know, I don't want your life. 
throws his helmet down. Sorry, you were have, asking our guest. Well, I was going to ask, uh, have either of you ever gotten good fatherly advice? I don't think I ever have. No, I don't think I did. I was actually thinking about this recently. <laughs> it never really came up. Uh, I never got like never a Birds of the Bees speech. Uh, Birds of the Bees uh, speech. It just uh, sort of left to, to write my own helmet, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I also don't think uh, I got a ton of real fatherly advice i mean you know my dad loves he does love to like give advice and and you know kind of, but god love him i love him so much he's he's so he's funniest guy i know he's such a sweetie but it is sometimes the, it, the it's like platitudes that you're just like yeah, i know all these things I, you know i've <laughs> i've i've read a hallmark card i know to be grateful every day for uh <laughs> the gifts that i've been given you know <laughs> <laughs> it's like not really advice it's um you know it, it you know that's not fair it is advice it just is like stuff that i kind of already know but i'm thankful for him for taking the time mm-hmm. to to nice. to tell me these things it's very it's very sweet he's he's trying in his own way you know if he's the funniest guy you know you should have him on the podcast he's got a guest oh on yeah he would, be, he would be a, he would be a great guest a big he would, get. I mean, a he big would be get. a really great guest Okay, we'll briefly touch on this one from July 22nd. Heathcliff's underwater again. He's got scuba gear on. He's got a, a hammer in, a hand, in his hand. And there's a hammerhead shark f- swimming above him. And the fish are saying, I don't think he's after us. But so why would Heathcliff have a hammer if he's after the hammerhead shark? Shouldn't he have a nail, this maybe? Is, this is ri- well, no, you don't want to have a nail. What better way to make yourself appear to be a victim to a hammerhead I guess shark? that's true, yeah. Yeah. Hammer don't mess with other hammer. <laughs> hammer do yeah, with do nail. You th- do you think it's a? You know, yeah, he's sort of wielding it like a weapon, but maybe it is sort of a. You know, he's trying to d- offer it as a oh, totem to be like, I am, I am one of you. Yeah. Let me pass. You know, it is funny. The, the fish seem to be more concerned about Heathcliff than they are about the <laughs> hammerhead shark. <laughs> That's true. That's the heat that they're referring to. Yeah, um, guys, turn around. <laughs> He's right behind you. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, d- I don't know. I don't, I can't, I really can't make uh, hammerheads or tails of this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then we have from July 24th. We'll skip the Sunday because it's just too long. Uh, <laughs> and this is the beginning of Jimmy week. So there's a ticker tape parade. There's a Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy is in the backseat of a car being driven by Heathcliff. The car says Jimmy on the door. And uh, there's nobody in the parade except for Grandpa and Iggy. And Iggy is saying, no one showed up for the ticker tape parade. Now this one makes uh, me sad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this one is kind of a bummer. (laughs) Someone was saying that in the the Doughboys Discord today, or the other day, uh, that these Jim... Somebody commented on one of these... uh, these Jimmy comics and said, uh, "This kind, this one bums me out. Like no <laughs> yeah. one, like no one came out to celebrate Jimmy. What the fuck?" And then I said, "Well, that's kind of Jimmy's thing." And I posted a bunch of examples. I posted like six or seven Jimmy comics where nobody's paying attention to Jimmy. And then she said, uh, "This makes me feel more sad." <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, why did I do that? <laughs> you just bum this person out. Um, I'm getting, um, big, uh, JFK assassination vibes from this right here. And I'm not the only one. I want to shout out, um, our pal at, uh, Heathcliff plus helmets, uh, did a remix of this. Um, let me see if I can just put it in the zoom chat here for you guys to look at, but it's, um, this comic and then they added uh on the grassy knoll a worm (laughs) (laughs) overlooking the um, (laughs) ticker tape parade with a cowboy hat on and what appears to be perhaps a t-shirt cannon um Mm. or um i'm not sure maybe it looks a little bit like the super nintendo light gun that you could buy but uh yeah oh yeah very 
thought that was very funny and good. And then also our pal Hopcliffe uh, had a little bit of a remix on this one where he um, redrew the car um, to um, to look like a frog. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, very, very, I thought, very impressive work here from, from Hopcliffe. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot, that one's a lot more work than... Uh... I guess he does. He he's he stopped just putting the frog not just in the car, water. but Heathcliff yes. has taken on a frog form as well. Oh yes, I I I did mention that because that's sort of uh, Hopcliffe's sort of thing. Uh, thing. Oh okay, okay. Is that is that he will he'll remix the Heathcliff comic by using this frog version of Heathcliff? But uh, the car was a was a really nice touch. It's sort of like that MTV. I can't think of the specific band that did it but you know it's like the guy speeding really fast and his tongue is flying out of his mouth and his eyes are also flying out of his head have you are you familiar with that cartoon i do not know what you're talking cartoon? about one of your listeners will find it and um <laughs> send it to you um did you say it was on mtv it's, I, I said mtv i meant just it's related to a band or music uh, okay. in some way are you perhaps thinking of the rat fink that's what I was thinking. The rat fink. Could it be the rat fink? Um, I think it might be the rat fink. It sounds. Well, you're saying it's similar. Sounds, yeah, sounds I'm like saying what I'm saying is basically the rat fink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> but so we have your July 25th. We're in Heathcliff's front yard. Jimmy's got an influencer stand, so it's just a kind of like a lemonade stand, but it says influencer in front of it. Jimmy's sitting there stone-faced. Uh, Heathcliff's kind of kicking back by the window, kind of looking uh, like he's got it all figured out a little bit, and Iggy's saying to him, how's business? Um, <laughs> I think we've all been there. We've all, we've all <laughs> oh, been in sure. issues. Yeah, certainly. We, 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 you know, as, as comedians, you know, we, we put ourselves mm-hmm. out there. And uh, sometimes, you know, you don't really get anything back. <laughs> well, we'll House get to business, that specifically not good. later. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's another one coming that hits even harder. <laughs> um, um, is is uh, Jimmy, He he's always pretty stone-faced? Is that yeah. Yes. his usual? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, Never it's, changes? It's I don't think so. Uh, I don't believe so, yeah. Wow. Um, that's that's the secret to his success, I think. You know, mm-hmm. people love it. All right, let's take a look at Jimmy. We keeps going. This one from July twenty sixth. Jimmy's at a comedy club. <laughs> uh, he's wearing a helmet that says "funny" and saying in front of a microphone. Iggy, no one in the crowd seems to be reacting much. I'm not sure he's saying anything. The mic is pointed down at him because he's so tiny. Uh, Heathcliff and Iggy are in the background, and the, and Iggy's saying the helmet isn't working. This is so, great. This is really great. The the mic pointed down. I love such a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am going to I am going to for all of my shows make a big banner that just says comedy on it <laughs> and put it up on the back wall behind me. Uh, um, you guys ever tried not, stand up? No, that's I have. That's, that's sort of my white whale. I, I would like to at some point, but it's just um, too scary. And I think this this strip illustrates why. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I have tried it. I did it like uh, once or twice. Uh, I I really hate it. Um, uh, I I know I don't just hate it. Like the act of doing it, I hate like the culture of stand up. Mm. I, I hate most stand up content. You know, like it's all mostly pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, just really cannot emphasize enough. Not a fan. the The reason I did it multiple times, I found out like after doing it a couple times, I did like a little soul searching. Like, do I want to keep doing this? What is this? And then sort of came to the conclusion that I actually just enjoy playing as a stand-up 
I was like, oh, right, that's just like an actor thing. That's not really, I don't, the joke delivery, none of that stuff I care about. I just like talking in the rhythms of a stand-up, you know, and just playing this character for five minutes at a time or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I stopped doing it and do not have really any desire to ever do it again. What about Even you? Even though you did enjoy the playing as a stand-up part? I mean, I guess, but it's not really, I didn't, I hated the joke writing. I hated, like, getting any react. Even the jokes that, like, kind of worked, I was like, I don't really, this is not, I'm not really getting a lot out of it. Like, it just wasn't really, didn't feel very rewarding to me, you know? Yeah. But I only did it, again, I only did, like, two open mics or something. So, you know, I have been told. Open mics are the worst. Open mics are terrible. I know open mics are terrible. I've been told by friends who do stand-up that, like, I if I were to do it again, I should do the like more storytelling kind of stand up stuff because mm. I don't really I'm not really like a joke writer, but um bump kind of guy. Uh, despite Kyle's the terrific captions I come up with uh, on mm-hmm. this show, um, but yeah, what about Nick? Have you ever done it? Oh yeah, I used to do a lot of stand up like when I was a younger man. Uh, <laughs> it is a young man's game or a young yeah, person's a youth- game. I probably like like uh, ten years ago or so. I used to do stand up pretty regularly, but uh, I, I kind of grew to hate all stand up, like you were saying about how it's all bad. I it's all bad, that way. and the culture of it is truly like rotten. Like mm-hmm. most of the people, <laughs> you know, the whole comedy mothership, like Joe Rogan thing. It's all it's all just like incredibly toxic, uh, and not fun to hang out in those circles. And I have friends who are stand up at standups and lots of them, you know, and I like them all individually, but just something about the whole get thing them together. just is like, get them in a room together. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. It is like anytime you're at a stand up show, everybody's seem it. This is just my experience. A lot of very competitive energy. Yes. And a lot of like, uh, anxiety. I'm just worried about how, Oh my God! Your set's gonna go. Yeah, I, I couldn't handle these. I mean, I, it seems cutthroat in a way that improv is less so. Uh, I like the idea of being able to take a break during a show and just letting other people go out for me and do things. And you can't you can't do that with stand up. Can't yeah. really just uh, tap out or have someone tap you out and be like, "Okay, you're done for now." Great, <laughs> thank you. So yeah, improv people a, are much more deferential by by nature and so mm-hmm. you know we roll over and show our soft underbellies all the time <laughs> stand up is much more aggressive uh with that but 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 they both share the same anxieties you know mm-hmm. just manifest differently which i mean i would argue uh, jimmy's doing more character-based sort of this is a very conceptual strip. kind of Andy Kaufman esque mm-hmm. uh, bit that he's doing here. Yeah, do you if think you, do if you, you think took he's, a? Go ahead. Do you think he's talking at all here? Do you think he's saying anything, or is, was he just oh, hoping, I think he, the, the helmet would do all the work? Yes, he just stood. He just went out there, stood there with the helmet on, and he's been out standing out there for about three minutes now. I'm gonna try this in a character show. Uh, one day. I'm just gonna give me tell a friend like give me a five minute slot. I got a new thing I'm working on, and come out in a helmet that just says funny on it in a frog costume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first minute is me hanging the banner behind me, <laughs> and then I'll do a real funny other another minute of me adjusting the mic stand, which everybody loves. And it's always so funny. <laughs> Mm-hmm. When comedians go, how does how, how does this thing work? <laughs> All right, we have one more comic from July twenty seventh today. This is uh, the gum. We're at the gum store. Heathcliff and the gum store owner standing outside the door. Jimmy is floating away with a piece of gum, and the owner is saying the fly flavor isn't very popular. <laughs> now I haven't seen a lot of Heathcliff, but I I know I've seen this strip at least five separate i know this is a very this <laughs> is a very mean? common the, the gum yeah, the store gum, yeah uh, he well, people flying away with gum yeah. in their mouths yeah yeah very popular uh image and there's a reason it's popular it still works this is very funny <laughs> jimmy flying away with the 
fly gum. I do wish there was maybe, I don't know, maybe something, maybe there's a fly in the gum or something. I don't know. Mm. Uh, maybe that's a little too, you know, I don't know too much, but, um, yeah, not a lot of complaints. I do. I am interested in the fact that the gum store looks completely barren. Uh, nothing in that window. Because I do. I do out, put yeah. myself in the moment of drawing it in Peter's head of like, okay, I'm drawing this gum storefront. What do I put in the window? <laughs> like, <laughs> what do I draw here that communicates oh, yeah. this is a stocked gum store? You, you draw you another draw bird of gum. Yeah, you can't draw more bubbles. The only thing I can think of is like, you know, like wooden baskets that just are filled with like pieces of gum. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. they have like a sign sticking out of them, say like ninety nine cents or whatever, or, or fly gum and ham gum or whatever. I, that's pretty good. I think you put in a, a gumball machine just sitting oh, right there. Yeah. In the, oh, in the, that's good. In the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really good. Although you run into the problem, it, it to communicate that it's a gumball machine it would have to be facing towards the window but then who's using it you know what i mean because it's mm-hmm. but but i do like i do like that idea maybe maybe oh i'm just thinking about a caption now maybe something like uh he uh when he asked her fly flavor i thought he meant something else because he's flying away <laughs> or maybe like a. Oh, I see. Yeah, you're you're trying to so, hit something the like fly that, right? pun harder. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because he is a frog, and he's gonna want to eat flies. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's why it's mm. the fly flavor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Jimmy's the only one that buys the fly flavor. Yeah, Heathcliff. So the fly flavor so. isn't related to him flying, though. No, that's but I think that's what that's what Nick is trying to solve for here. Is how do mm-hmm. we yeah. how do we communicate both? In this caption, well, I don't think we'll ever figure it out. <laughs> um, that you guys hear my dog barking? My dog's barking back. Yeah, just one. Okay, just one bark. Well, uh, that's the end of this week in Heathcliff. Uh, JP, did you have something you wanted to bring up or wanted to talk about? Oh yeah, I did. I I had a um, a game. That I would like to, you two to play if, there, if time allows. <laughs> if yeah. time, I brought a quiz yeah. for you oh, guys. I'll play the sure, Heath quiz yeah. song. Uh, Heath quiz. That's so perfect because I had. I'll let it play out. Oh, it oh keeps no! Going. It's it's bed, it's bed music. <laughs> oh, it's you just talk going. over it. Yeah, it's just gonna, you're just going to talk over it. I had the uh, that YouTube sound loaded on my phone, and now I don't have to play it into my microphone. So this is great. <laughs> All right, so the name of the game is um, Heath or No Cliff. Heath? And I'm going to ask you a... Yes. (laughs) I'm going to ask you a series of questions where the answer is either a Heath or a Cliff. Oh. And uh, you'll buzz in by saying, I don't know, meat. Okay. Okay. And then you tell me, is it a Heath or a Cliff? Okay. And you you can get an extra half point if you give me the exact heath or cliff that it is. Are you ready to play heath yeah. or no cliff? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Question one. Take a flight to Ireland, and you'll find this heath or cliff. The winner of Ireland's Best Visitor Attraction 2023 and the Irish Independence Annual Reader Awards. Meat. Is it, is it a cliff? It is a cliff. Is it the Cliffs of Dover? No, it's the Cliff of Moher, as <laughs> when I, how I read it. Uh, oh, the- I, I was, I was, uh, I didn't buzz in because I thought I had to know the cliff. But I no, see no, that's a half it's bonus point. point. It's bonus point. Listen, yes. I, look, don't, hey, come on, <laughs> come on, my Cliffs show. Cliffs of Dover are in England, it turns out. And hastily explain the rules of your little thing to me. <laughs> Next so question. That's one, that's one point for Nick. Okay. Uh, let me just, I have to also tally this while I'm, uh, I'm writing your names down now. All right. Question two. Why is it so serious? Buzz. This Heath or Cl- Okay. <laughs> well, it's Heath Ledger. <laughs> 
Yeah, you get it. <laughs> Oops. What was the rest of the question? Uh, this Heathercliff is best known for the role as the Clown Prince in the 2008 <laughs> film The Dark Knight. You nailed it. Nailed it in one. All right. <laughs> Kyle, you're ahead. Question three. You're not hung. You're not you when you're hungry. Bite into this heath or cliff to taste a pleasing combination of toffee, almonds, meat, meat, buzz. milk, chocolate. I'm gonna give it to Nick. I heard Nick first. Heath bar. Heath. Heath That's bar. Correct. That's correct. It is Heath bar. Nick, you get you get the full points for that. I was almost that, in the now. Hold on, so I'm glad because I'm like, it's yeah, just called continue. it's just called a Heath bar. There's no extra information <laughs> to get the bonus point. Just by saying well, Heath, he's got it right. He automatically get okay, fine, whatever. Next, moving on. I, the quick, the full for me it was he. I read, I wrote down Heath Bar as the answer, and that's what Nick said. And so I'm going to give him the full points. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ! All right, question four. Look out below. Rock climber Tommy Caldwell, who still grapples with his decision to push his 19-year-old Kyrgyzstanian captor off a 2,000-foot cliff, is a well-documented fan of this Heath or cliff. <laughs> Meat. Yeah, uh, Kyle. Is it the Sylvester Stallone movie Cliffhanger? I'm going to give you the points for the cliff, but you do not get the the full bonus point. Um, Nick, if you want to take a shot at what, what the this guy's a fan is. of? Yes. It's some kind of cliff. <laughs> a well documented fan of some sort of cliff. Yeah. Uh, it's well, Nick. It's well documented. <laughs> it's it's I, very Cliff it's Richard, very well the English musician. <laughs> no, you're not going to get that. Um, the answer is Cliff Bar. The oh, energy, uh, see, I, I I was about to say Heath, Cliff Bar for the Heath Bar question, but then you said chocolate in the last second, chocolate and toffee. I was like, oh wait, that's going to be Heath Bar. Yes. So, well, um, I should have said I, it now. I got that. That uh, his experience of pushing his kidnapper off a cliff from his weirdest and best experiences portion on the Cliff Bar website. Uh, <laughs> it has that there as one of his wow. as one of his weirdest experiences. It's, it's incredible. That is a weird. What a weird experience. <laughs> and what? Okay. It's so well documented too. I mean, it's on the website. <laughs> <laughs> you can't walk well, down the street without tripping over a document. He's it on says, the Cliff Bar website. He's on the Cliff Bar website. Cliff Bars. <laughs> Under the athlete <laughs> section, which is on the header. All right, question five. I'm starstruck. This Heath or Cliff has made an appearance in 1987's The Princess Bride, 2009's Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, and 2010's Leap Year. Ooh. Huh. Oh, man. The Princess Bride, Half Blood Prince, yep, and Leap Year, yep, Heath or Cliff. Oh man, I'll I'll buzz in and get... guess Cliff. Okay, Nick, you are correct. Would you like the extra point? No, I don't. I I'll I'll choose not to take the extra point. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, won't, you won't lose any points. Just just go for the extra point. Just um, which Cliff is it? Cliff English musician Cliff Richard. Wrong. It's the Cliffs of Moher. The answer no! for question one. No. <laughs> the you, location made it appear. You in the bastard. Pride. You hey, sneaky Potter, little fuck. <laughs> All right. Number six. Question six. Ready? Take a flight to Ireland and you'll find this. <laughs> Heath or Cliff. A compact evergreen shrub. Growing to 30 inches with somewhat brittle foliage and deep pink honey scented flowers. Meat. Okay, Kyle. I'm just going to say Heath. Kyle, you are correct. But I don't have a guess for, you don't have the, for the bonus. A Heath uh, bush. Oh, it's so close. It's the Irish Heath, otherwise <laughs> known as Erica Aragina, the flower genus. Great. Let's give you one point. I believe right now you guys are neck and neck. Oh, so wow. Two more questions to take it. Question seven. Take a flight to Ireland, and you might... <laughs> <laughs> and you might run into the ghost of this Heathercliff. 
a famed aviator known for being the first woman to parachute from an airplane. First woman. <laughs> I mean, parachute. I'll buzz in. <laughs> Neither yeah. of them sound like Heath. None of them sound like a women's names, but well, I guess Heath. Nick? That's a great guess. You get a point. Can you get... Now, can you get the extra half point? I wish I could. I feel like it's just not documented well enough. I don't think I... Can <laughs> okay, Kyle, I'll give you a chance if you can get the uh, name. Is it someone who's actually named Heather? No, I'm sorry. Her name is Mary, comma, Lady Heath. Lady uh, Heath. <laughs> Lady Heath. Uh, that's on Wikipedia. Number eight. Final question. <laughs> oh, I say correct. Uh, Nick is ahead by one point. Ooh. Bigger, better, more badass. This Heathercliff, also known as Dude Huge, made a late career pivot to theater, co-producing Hadestown, after serving as the lead designer on the cover-based Dude Shooter series, Gears of War. Oh, Buzz. Kyle. It's Cliff. It's Cliff. And can you get the extra point for the win? It's Cliff Brzezinski or something like that. Oh, Cliff. You're, you're so close. I'm going to give it to you because I don't want to do a tiebreaker because I don't have one. <laughs> Cliff Blazinski. Blazinski. Uh, and that puts you at that, that extra point puts you over the edge. Wow. So Kyle, you're the you're the winner. Of he- I read my documents. Wow. Um, thank you so much for putting that together. That was awesome. That was great, Jake. Oh, I had a lot of I had a lot of fun doing it. Uh, and thanks for having me on the podcast. Oh. Gotta close out the segment. <laughs> <laughs> Scared me. <laughs> yeah, JP, that was great. Uh, and you, you, uh, thank you for joining us. Is there anything you want to plug or anything like that? Um, you know, I had a lot of projects, but with the SAG and the uh, Writers <laughs> Guild strike, yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't plug them can't right plug now. Them. But That's um, true. Um, um, check me out um, on uh, Threads. Uh, I haven't posted yet, but I downloaded it and I plan on posting there any um, day now. Start following. Day. What's that tag? What's that handle? The handle. It's um. Hold on, I'm pulling it up for the second time ever. Uh, JP underscore Bremer. Follow me on Threads. JP underscore Bremer. Follow that. Make sure to turn on notifications so that you get notified when JP posts his, posts his first thread. Mm-hmm. Um. But beyond that. Uh, nada, baby. Hey, this is JP again. Just forgot to plug a few things. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Joe underscore Bremer. I am also currently looking for work. So if you like what you heard, if you liked the quiz and you want me to do something similar for you in a sort of comedy respect or writing wise or, uh, really anything, uh, you can email me at bremerjoseph at gmail.com. If you're in the Austin area, there's a sketch show on the Austin Public Television Station uh, called Keeping It Together that I'm in a few sketches in with uh, done by my friend Bree. And I'm also in a few sketches in the uh, Austin sketch group Egg Party on TikTok. So check them out. That's Egg Party. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, until next time, that bothers me. <laughs>